Hey there, dear listener. Well, Mama's back, and this time she's breaking down a new romance on Netflix called The Lost Husband. To say she spoils the movie is an understatement. If I had to let her talk for an hour, she would have dissected the entire synopsis scene by scene. Needless to say, several major storylines will be revealed in this episode, so if you don't want to know why the husband is lost, then you should wait to listen until you've watched the movie on your own. Otherwise, prepare to be entertained by my mother singing its praises. And by it, I mean the lead actor, Josh Duhamel. Let's just say mom has a major crust on this major hottie. And like any good daughter, I told her to get in line. Because if anyone is going to fake date the guy who is neither lost nor a husband, it's going to be me. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 179 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray, and I am here with mama to talk about love stories how are you mama oh i'm good today yeah where are you well i'm in my i'm in my bedroom your boudoir uh, in my boudoir <laughs> and <laughs> yes it's it's very comfortable back here and uh and so it's quiet and i needed that so uh i'm pretty good with the exception of allergies so if i sound <sighs> bit uh cruddy yeah i don't have covid (laughs) okay that's (laughs) i'm glad you don't have covid i'm very excited to talk with you today we have only done uh four or five podcasts with you but let me tell you whenever i record with you it's always a very popular episode because people think you're great now i will say that when we did the last bachelor season which feels like eons ago you we had our moments with mama where you give your feedback there at the end we had you know one or two minutes with during peter season so everybody loved those too but i wanted to tell people that we did one episode 160 you and jamie my sister your daughter did dirty dancing we did an it's a love story segment on that 133 was sound of music with you me and jamie that's one where we laughed a little bit too hard and then episode 105 with pretty woman do you remember the word that you kept saying that i had to bleep out no i i i I, my my memory is going well what did you say she was something with a heart of gold she was a (laughs) she was a (laughs) with a heart of gold yes well she was i know i know i don't think apple likes for you to say that word so i have no idea i just bleeped it out in case so that was you said that word a lot and there were so many bleeps in that episode. I was laughing. I mean, when you when you say, you know, you ask me some things, I'm just I'm just telling it out, just straight out. She right. was a, <laughs> but really and truly, she was a good. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he really was. She didn't want to do it. 
Oh, that's what you mean. <laughs> that's what I mean. A good h Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's move on from the We are going to talk about today the TV movie, I guess I'm going to call it the Netflix movie called The Lost Husband. Now, I remember, let's see, maybe three weeks ago, four weeks ago, this is one of... This is one of the shows that popped up on my Netflix saying, hey, you would love this show. And it has Josh Duhamel in it, which that's why I thought I would love it because I love him. And it's called The Lost Husband. And it looks like, to me, it looks like a a Nicholas Sparks romance. Would you agree with that? Well, I don't know who in the heck Nicholas Sparks is, (laughs) but Josh... Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to say his name because I had never watched a movie with this this guy. Yeah. And I was, when I first, you, I, when I first started watching this thing, I, I, I said, I'm, I'm not going to do that. This is a scary movie. Yeah, this you thought scary. it was scary. It was very scary to me. And then, Why? <laughs> You said, well, uh, Mama, I, it's not a scary movie, is it? And I said, <laughs> it, it looked like it to me. Because yeah. at the beginning, there's weird flashbacks, and it takes a while for you to know what's going on, which is a little bit of an issue I had. But pretty much at the beginning, what happens? He go, he comes into the kitchen, and he... He just, has this toe sack over the back of, uh, over his back, and I didn't know what in the heck was in that toe sack. But he looked mean, mm. he looked rough, and, and of course, nobody was saying a word, and he just slams it down on the table. And I thought, well, okay, they're done. They're dead. He's going to kill them. <laughs> so, but, so when you told me to go back and try it again, I absolutely... Well, it's PG-13, so I I was doubtful that there was a a body in that bag. (laughs) No, there, and you know what? I never found out what was in the bag. I know, isn't that weird? Never showed it. it. I just assumed that it was something for for Jean, the aunt, Aunt Jean, to cook or something like that. I guess so. Let's tell people a little bit about the synopsis, and then I want to get into some characters and ask your opinion on who was actually in the movie and what they did. How would you describe, if you had to do it in two sentences, I know that's hard for you, Mom, (laughs) but if you had to use two sentences to give an overview of what it was about, what would you say? Oh, my goodness, you put me on the spot. Um, it's about a widow and her two children. Mm-hmm. The move from her mom's house, who is a, a, a terrible mom, uh, and, uh, and she leaves and goes to her really estranged aunt's mm-hmm. farm and um, to, to stay there until she gets a grip on life. Because she just lost her husband, and uh, in a in a car accident, and she does have lots of um, she has flashbacks, and she has lots of 
inner problems that she needs to work out while she's living here mm-hmm. and to move on with life. Okay. That was like 74 sentences, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. If you had to say the genre of this movie, how would you, what would you categorize it as? I would say, I would say it's a, it's romance. Right. Uh, but it's not a comedy. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. I don't want people going in thinking it's a romantic comedy. It's just drama no, romance. It is right. That's right. And even though I laugh at a lot of things that are said in here, I mean, for by him, the, the, the Josh that I, I fell in love with that I never even knew existed, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> And I hope he's hearing this. He is. Um, you know, it just kind of felt homey to me and, and you know, just old-fashioned. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it reminds me of a Nicholas Sparks movie, because yeah. it's not really Hallmark. It's it's not saccharine and sweet enough to be a Hallmark movie, but right. I put it in this Nicholas Sparks category be, and it, oddly enough, Josh Demel's been in a Nicholas Sparks movie, Safe Haven, one of the worst ones ever, but we're, that's not a podcast right now. I'll, I'll get into that later in my feelings about Julianne Huff. Mm. But he was also in Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. That's the one that I told you you need to watch because he's so cute in that. And we also did a podcast on that one, too, oddly enough, me and some guy in Austin. And we laughed a lot during that, too. But oh. it is a it's a drama um, one thing that I will say, in my opinion, it's a little bit slow moving, not in a don't watch it type of way, but there are even some interesting camera angles that were in mm, questionable choices, if you ask me, but you, it takes a while for the story to unfold, which I appreciate. You don't go in knowing, Hey, my husband is dead. You know, that's not in the first four or five minutes it 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 kind of lets the story unfold a little bit more and and we should say that the aunt who she goes to live with her mother they are sisters and so there's some family obviously but there's some family drama behind that as well that she's leaving her mother to go live with her aunt but like mama said she doesn't know this aunt very well she remembers her from a long time ago but it's a it's an escape from the city into the country, and the aunt owns a goat farm where they make cheese, and she sells the cheese. So mm-hmm. nice and nice and fun. Okay, I want to talk about Libby. She's the main character, played by the actress Leslie Bibb. You would recognize Leslie Bibb, but you're not going to know from where you recognize Leslie Bibb. She's one of those tertiary characters that kind of shows up in episodes here and there or a movie in a a very far off role it she but you'll recognize her she may have even been on a hallmark movie i don't know did she look familiar to you mama well not really okay well then she's not on a hallmark movie because you would know that (laughs) what did you think about libby how did you think her character was how did you think that she portrayed i think i i think she did a great job you know it you were saying something about you thought the movie moved along at times quite slow 
I was thinking about that also. And, you know, you have to get past that. And then what draws you in to the movie are the characters. Yes. The characters are, you know, you fall in love with Josh O'Connor mm-hmm. and, and, and Libby's good and she and and she played a great role, but Aunt Jean was great. Mm-hmm. Really great. And so I I enjoyed I enjoyed all of the characters. I really did. You mentioned you like Aunt Jean. What was it about her that made you like her so much? <laughs> I loved Aunt Jean. First of all, she told it like it was. Mm-hmm. She hardly ever, ever really laughed. She just had this uh, this look on her, but she would you could tell that 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 you were gonna like her through the show. And and you know she just said you know the times that she would say, okay, around here, uh, no TV, mm-hmm. no dishwasher, no washer, no dryer, no holidays. I mean, and just, you know, went on and on. And she said, all we do here is work. What I liked about Aunt Jean is, and and this kind of wraps up the whole entire movie, but what I like about Aunt, Aunt Jean is her acceptance of Libby. Like you say, it wasn't to where Libby came in and she said, okay, you're going to work on the farm and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. Everything was very gentle and in in a in a loving way now she was firm which is the opposite of gentle i understand as i'm speaking what i'm saying but what i mean is 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 that she was lovable but firm so she was very welcoming to this woman and her two children and she no questions asked and she didn't have to talk about the past and she was offering libby distraction from her life And she was offering the children experiences that they would never get living in the city. And so I think that was, I think that was kind of fun. And they, and they rarely complained. I mean, Libby did sort of at the beginning, whenever she woke up late or, you know, she's wearing the wrong clothes out on the farm, but eventually it gets to the point to where she's, she's got a rhythm and, and she's working well. I appreciated that about, Aunt Jean, too. Again, firm, but everything was loving because Aunt Jean had lost her husband, too. So they kind of had that camaraderie with yeah. each, within each other. But yeah. she she was she was a good part of this movie. Oh, she she was a major part of this movie. Uh, I, what she I think she realized through her own experience is you've got to move on. Mm-hmm. You need you need to be active, and you've got you've got to work to do. Yeah. If you sit around, you're you're not going to get anywhere. Right. And you're going to be moping. And so I feel like that's why she just said, you know. Uh, you're going to learn all about the goat farm. Mm-hmm. Why? And why do you think that Libby left her mom to go live with Aunt Jean? Why do you think? Mm-hmm. Her mom was her mom was a mess. Yeah. Uh, she, her mom had had her at an early age, and she was just absolutely. Libby was absolutely tired of her mom telling her. That, um, you know, well, she was tired of her mother's 
uh, bad habits too, like moving from one man to another. She just kind of lost it. She just didn't want to be around her mother. And I think she didn't want to be like her mother. Yeah. And, and so, and so I think Jean, Aunt Jean was trying to let Libby know who raised you. Yeah. I can already tell who you are and you're not your mother. But yeah. I think that Libby was afraid that she was going to turn out like her mother. I'm sure. Yes. And, and left to not have a husband to help her through all of the stress and all of the drama and all of the heartache. And right. that was tough. Now let's talk about O'Connor is what they called him, but his name was, I don't even know what his name was in the movie, but they called him by his last name, O'Connor. Mom calls him Josh because they're tight now. Yeah, what we, was your favorite thing about O'Connor? I have several. His face? Well, <laughs> well, maybe, I mean, really and truly, I think from my perspective and what I really thought at first, that as I got to know him, I fell in love with him because... I knew deep down he had a good heart Mm -hmm. and and he had a tragic past. Yeah, he did. They had that in common with this and see both of them. I meant with his tragic past with, and then, you know, with the wife and her leaving him. And then when Libby asking him, did you want a divorce? He said, no. Hmm. That that proved to me that he was going to try to make it work. Yeah, you know, and that that I guess when he married her, he really wanted, he really thought he loved her, and maybe he did, but obviously he did because he helped take care of her even after she had her stroke. But I loved that uh, that side of him. I loved when he said, um, um, "Yeah, I have a I have a, a degree." But what what good has it done me? And he said, "Well, my children, my my two children are going to get an education." And he said, "What you need to do is teach your ch- two children how to hot wire a car." <laughs> I laughed at that because I heard that so many times, and just you know, just things like that. And the time when he said. Uh, I hate terrible people parts of the movie when he just grabbed her after the girl and made fun of her. Oh my goodness. And he kissed her and I thought, oh, I wish it was me. But anyway, he grabbed her and and then he said, I just hate terrible people. Mm -hmm. Would you say that was your favorite part of the whole movie? It was one, yeah, pretty close. <laughs> I, I like the dance. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I liked the part where he sang. Yeah, he was just sort of singing along to the song with her. That was very romantic. No, it was. It was romantic to the, the, the goats, too. <laughs> but, goats. If you had to sing a song to the goats, what song would you sing? Get along, little goatee. Get along, little goatee. I thought you would have said something Elvis. Love me. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know why, but well, anyway. the I wanted to talk about how the movie has been reviewed I think there's it's pretty much down the middle I think the audiences like it a lot more than the critics do and I imagine the critics don't love it because it is like so many other movies with that said I know you've never seen a Nicholas Sparks movie before but a lot of you have seen a Nicholas Sparks movie before you've seen The Notebook oh my gosh yes and message in a bottle. Oh my goodness. Yes. So you've seen you've seen a lot more than what you know, but there's this test where you have to go through all this list to see how do you spot a Nicholas Sparks movie. So I was going to see if this one, The Lost Husband, how it stands up against a Nicholas Sparks movie. So I'm going to ask you a question. And these are things that you find in a Nicholas Sparks movie. Will you find it in this movie? Are you ready? I guess so. Okay, number one, a picturesque setting. The old rundown house. That's not picturesque. <laughs> I would just say the farm in general and the, where, where, what is it? Not a meadow. Where are the goats? Where are they walking across that field? The pasture and the field. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, number two, is there a body of water? Yes, there is a body of water. Yeah. Number three, is there a letter that has been read? There's a picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sort of the same thing. Number four, is there a short moment when the two characters in the lead don't like each other? Oh, yes. Yes. Number five, is there rain? Is there rain? Yeah, there's no oh. rain in this movie. Yes, it does. When? It doesn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't. I'm getting, I'm getting the one I watched last night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there an old wise person who gives advice? Well, Aunt Jean is old. I would but... think that. Um, is there slow dancing? Oh, yes. Um, is, is there a meaningful death? Well, yes, her husband dies. <laughs> this is not what the whole movie's based on. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta cut every business out. Number nine, does the main actor have a manly job? Yes. Mm-hmm. And finally, is there a passionate kiss? Ooh, yes. There are two of them. Yes. And, right? Yeah. And, you know, at, at the very end, I mean, the one up there in, when they were selling the goat cheese. But that was just to show the girls. Mm -hmm. But um, there was one. Uh, but at uh, the end, there was one. And what do you think about Josh without his beard? Loved it. Loved it. You know what do you think about him with his beard? I'll take him either way. <laughs> Get in line. It was so funny, uh, Lindsay, because I am so I don't I don't notice things a lot, and I don't know why I don't. But when he first walked up, I thought, okay, there's Josh. I love him, and I didn't even notice he didn't have a beard. <laughs> 
didn't even notice it until she said something. You'll take it either way. That's what she said. Now, what is yeah. the name of that movie I told you to watch that he's in? Um, when. Mm-hmm. Um, when. A date. When a, when a, when a date. date with, what's his name in the movie? Date. When a date with Tad Simmons. <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> What's his name? Win a date with Tad Hamilton. Tad <laughs> Hamilton. Win a date with Tad Hamilton. Yes. That if he's in it. You look it up. I think you'll think it's cute. Now, if you yeah. had to give this movie a letter grade, what would you give it? I'd give it a, a B plus. Okay. I'd probably give it a solid B. Okay. And again... Let's not go into it thinking this is the best romance ever. But if you just need well, a little romance in your life, then this is it. And I will say, Josh needs to be in it just a skosh more than what he is. Wouldn't well, you agree? Yes, I do. Yes, he, 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 can, he can draw you in. Yes, he can. Now, speaking of husbands, um, people who listen to the podcast, they sort of know what's going on with daddy and they're very concerned. So is, are there any kind of updates you would like to give on daddy, your husband and how he's doing? Well, yes, I would. The day that, um, was the best, was the best nurses, uh, update on him was when she told me that your daddy had begun to be okay with leaving his little room apartment is what they call it mm -hmm. out in and using the dining room and he was actually sitting with two people one was a man one was a woman and uh the nurse said that they were even uh kind of giggling he will he was reading his uh newspaper yesterday when i got uh, got him on facetime he was already in the dining room and he was sitting there and he was reading he had his newspaper with him you know and he always kisses me mm -hmm. That's um, sweet re uh, he reaches down and kisses my picture on the phone and i kiss him and he always says i love you yeah and it's been it's been i've had some very very difficult moments um i'm i'm trying to go on uh that i they tell me he's fine he's doing okay mm -hmm. and when he tells me he loves me and uh i i trust that he's doing fine there and i know that they would let me know if he wasn't absolutely so i'm feeling i'm feeling better about it but I can't wait until the day that the virus is over that I can uh, you know touch him once again mm -hmm. and, see um, him in person that's yeah. been the hardest and I know a lot of people listening have gone through that too so many people are in nursing homes or assisted livings or memory care facilities and March is a long time to have not seen your loved one. And, and, and we just had daddy go to one in August and I can't even imagine having it be six months that you haven't seen him. So we are praying for 
everything to settle down and everything to be safe and uh, for we can be able to go up and, and see him hopefully too uh, eventually without a mask because I, I hope he's recognizes who we are with with well, a mask on well i think it's encouraging that you watch this movie and now you can be like aunt jean and you can just say you know each day by day one foot in front of the other here we go you may expect some setbacks but that's natural and then um his mercies are new every morning amen amen love me tender love me true all my dreams fulfilled. Hey, thank y'all for listening. If you're interested in checking out the other podcast Mom and I mentions, look at the show notes. I've left links for you right there. And you can open them up right on your podcast app. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Wash your hands, stay safe, have courage, be kind. And our hearts are still with those affected by Hurricane Laura and all of the wildfires in California. Everyone stay safe. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. For my darling, I love you. And I...